Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome, everyone, to Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios, kicking off a brand new week. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with Will East in for Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Will. Good morning. Well, it uh, felt a little summer-like out there this weekend. Got up on the warmish side. Yeah, I... So I had I got to clean my gutters out, and um, Sunday I thought, man, you know, today's a good day to do it. And I walked outside about eleven o'clock, and I said, eh, I'm gonna <laughs> wait till a more cloudy day yes. because it's a little warm out here to be on a roof. Just went right into it. It's crazy, but that's the way it is here in uh, Mississippi. May my favorite month of the year, by the way. May I've always liked the weather. And uh, I like the the greenness of spring. All the new growth is so bright, shiny green. Really pretty, especially here in Mississippi, where we are blessed with beautiful landscape that also likes the month of May. Of course, that means you got to start cutting that grass more frequently as well. Absolutely, right? it's starting to get to where you know. Usually, I go two weeks in between cutting my grass. Well, I had to do a little in between cut. Yeah. the other day because all the rain that we've had recently yeah uh kind of helped that and then we got a little bit of i got a little bit of a shower a downpour on uh sunday morning yeah uh and so my yard was a little bit of a mess yeah heard the thunder uh about four o'clock or so in the morning it seemed like. woke me up it yeah. did me too thunder i looked at the radar passing through but anyhow and it turned out to be a nice but rather warm day you know up there in washington they had the White House Correspondents' Dinner. First time they've had that in a couple of years because of COVID. And uh, the the message that I took away from the president is that disinformation is now the number one threat to democracy. It keeps Absolutely. changing around. It was white supremacy. Now it's disinformation. Absolutely. That is, uh, I tell you, it was not a good look for the president to be. Trevor Noah told some pretty good jokes, but yeah. you know the the joke that everybody was talking about. I don't know if you heard it. I'll play it for you in a second. But yeah. basically, said uh, you know things have been looking up since Joe Biden came into office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rents up, gas is up, groceries <laughs> are up, and then the president sitting there in his tuxedo laughing at it. Uh, not a good look. No, it's uh, exactly, and so. You know, it's supposed to be kind of light, and it's supposed to be a time for little self-deprecation and levity, but the president actually struck a bit of a somber tone between the jokes. 
at the dinner when he talked about, he said he is, quote, deadly earnest about the threats facing democracy and the, quote, liberal world order that laid the foundation for global peace, stability, and prosperity. Dude, all of those things are at risk because of you and your policies. Wake the heck up. He says, we're in a time when what we so long taken for granted is facing the gravest of threats, and I'm being deadly earnest. Overseas, the liberal world order that laid the foundation for global peace, stability, and prosperity since World War II is genuinely, seriously under assault. At home, a poison is running through our democracy. All this taking place with disinformation massively on the rise. Oh, you mean like the disinformation that men can have a menstrual cycle and women can have the business aspect of male anatomy? That there's no difference between, I don't know, boys and girls? That's not disinformation or anything, is it? It's serious. I mean, that's it's so... It, <laughs> I get fired up right off the bat. When I disinformation start is the new, you know, that's the new thing that everything can be uh, disinformation and threat to democracy. That is climate change, threat to democ- yeah. democracy. Yeah, white supremacy. That's what we heard. Because remember, he said it on his inauguration speech. Everything, it gets long in the tooth after a while. What's not, like, okay, what's not a threat to democracy? It's, it's somebody didn't fill up the coffee co- coffee pot. It's a threat to democracy. <laughs> it's uh, you got to show your ID to vote. That's a threat to democracy. Seriously, I mean, I, that literally, if you start looking at all the things that they've said, uh, that are threats to democracy. But now it's disinformation. That's the buzzword. And I'm telling you though, when it comes down to it, folks are worried about their pocketbooks. They don't care about all this crap. And how they're doing in the wallet is going to heavily influence how they vote. And in that regard, the Democrats are behind the proverbial eight ball. You know, the other thing he talks about is is COVID, whether or not they should gather for this meeting. We're here to show the country that we're getting through the pandemic. That's why we're gathering. You did have to show that you were not only vaccinated, but boosted. Is it not kind of uh, a little striking to me that all of these left-leaning politicians that are all fully vaccinated, and they come down with the COVID, and then they brag about having COVID but being vaccinated? I don't think that's the right message. It's kind of hard to persuade people to get vaccinated when the people doing so are getting COVID. Liz Warren, AOC, Jen Psaki, the latest, Kamala Harris. They all brag about it. And, you know, we've made it very clear here, we're for choice. Uh, I'm vaccinated. Don't mind telling people that. I think most people probably around here are my choice. And that's fine. I, I I believe in the value of it. I just don't believe in forcing it on people in this case. 
And I'm not running around brag. It's not anything to brag about or boast about. It's just not. But I, I don't know. That doesn't seem to deliver the appropriate message to me. I got COVID, but I'm vaccinated. Wait, I thought the whole idea was to protect you and prevent you. No, I think it is. There's a lot of research that shows that you can, now we know, contract the disease, even if you're vaccinated, but you're much more likely to have a very mild case. I did see this morning where, I think it's Moderna, has a vaccine coming out this fall that is explicitly designed to protect against the Omicron variant. And uh, and so their stock's up as a result of that, and that's fine. I noticed in my church yesterday, I'll have to share this, and I know there's some folks that go to the same Mass I do that listen, because they've told me, but we there, there are two couples that are still wearing masks. I noticed that yesterday. And I think up until the last couple of weeks, if memory serves, our priest and, and um, those who give communion, which of course is a custom at every Mass in the Catholic Church, they've been going through this, this hand sanitation ritual there at the altar, which I'm talking rigorous rubbing of the hands with, you know, ounces of sanitizer, because they touch the host with their hand, their fingers, and they place it in your palm. That's the, the custom. Uh, and they've been wearing masks, whereas it's not a requirement, and other, others aren't, those in the congregation. But yesterday, none of them had masks on, and they didn't go through the sanitization process of hand sanitizing, which we never did until COVID. I think it's pretty much established a very low chance that you can actually transmit it, in, you know, mm-hmm. like by touching. And, you remember the spraying down the Amazon boxes and all that stuff? Oh, we yeah. <laughs> and then it's like... No, you really can't do it that way. I mean, it's pretty much been determined that it's airborne and within a few seconds or minutes yeah. or whatever of being in close contact with somebody that's shedding it out of their nose or mouth. Right? I mean, that's. I think that's all been established. Exactly. So, anyhow, I saw, I'm, I'm sharing that because I see that as progress, as good news. But there's still two couples, and that's fine. They have the complete, as far as I'm concerned, the complete right. I, I am tempted, and I'm not going to do it. But I got to tell you, I am tempted just to walk up and say, What exactly are you doing there? Are you noticing that <laughs> nobody else here is doing that, and we're not getting sick? Does that not mean anything? Uh, seriously, I'm not being critical. It's your choice. I'm just tempted to ask that. I'm just question. curious. Yeah. <laughs> We got uh, our own J.T. Mitchell coming up next in the studio. We're going to talk about this uh, little bit of gunfire down at the fairgrounds, the Mudbug Festival. Wow, what a crazy deal that was. He was there. Stay with us. You want to hear that. Mitch Tyner at 11.05. Super Talk Outdoors at 12.05. We'll be right back on Middays in the Element Well Studios.
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. I'm Michael Cassidy. I've been honored to serve our country as a fighter pilot in the Navy. Now, I'm eager to continue that service as your next congressman. Just like President Trump, I believe in America first. That means auditing the 2020 election, ending vaccine mandates, and stopping illegal immigration. And on day one, I'll introduce articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his gross incompetence in Afghanistan and along our southern border. I'm Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Forrest Gump when I hear that for some reason. 
Run, Forrest, run! <laughs> oh, gosh. Leonard Skinnard. Well, we're back in the Element Well Studios on Middays. Joining us now in the studios, our own Super Talk Mississippi News Director J.T. Mitchell. J.T., missed you Friday. Glad you're here with us today. But you just shared with us before we came on the show, you were present. Yeah, glad to be back, Gerard. Yeah. Um, yeah, Saturday night, you know, I'm, I was feeling better, so I'm a big classic rock fan. Went over and watched Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. So I was there as... Need more cowbell! Right, there <laughs> as a rock fan, not as a journalist, but it did turn into being there as a journalist, as there was a... Unfortunate, hapless situation that came about at the fairgrounds, man. It's supposed to be a family-oriented event, and it turns into gunfire. Yep. Um, At the fairgrounds. At the Mississippi State Fairgrounds in downtown Jackson. So, what happened was, about five songs into BOC's set, um, gunshots come from the rear parking lot, and next thing I see are swarms of everybody that were in the actual fair portion of the festival run inside to the Coliseum that law enforcement officials end up unlocking for them to get in. And uh, then Sheriff Tyree Jones, Hines County, held a press conference later that night for us around 12 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, according to him, it's, it was all all of the gunfire, all of the injuries were due to teenagers. Okay. Um, he, had a, he had an interesting statement, and I thought, honestly, it was spot on, his statement. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's telling folks, where are your kids, uh, and you should have control of them, and if they're going to be out doing this kind of stuff, we're going to lock them up. I mean, that's what he said. I'm paraphrasing, but right. essentially, yeah. So, I mean, if you, I went back and tracked. I talked to some people there, but I went back and tracked all the Facebook comments that popped up during his press conference. A lot of people are blaming the parents. A lot of people are did say that uh, I can read a couple. One yeah. was we were there. These are all quote. We were there. There were not enough police to handle the fights and too many kids with guns. On that point, multiple fights broke out before. Law enforcement, to my knowledge, did not increase and may have slightly. Second Facebook comment: It was too many young kids there walking around smoking weed with their guns visible. Hmm. Later, I sent it to Gal this morning, I'll send it to you as well. Yeah. I found a screenshot on YouTube that somebody took of a guy walking around with his gun in his hand. On just, the fairgrounds. Just walking around. The rides, like, kids everywhere. Another lady, she commented, a mother, that her kids were on a ride when the gunshots commenced. All she could hmm. do was get on the ground and hope for her kids and hers, for that matter of I fact, that. safety. So, so, so let me get this Somebody's just brandishing their firearm. I mean, that, that's, out, I'll, out send, I'll send you the screenshot once we hit a break. Yep. Just like the Wild West. And people said they saw guns there visible. Uh, another Facebook user said they saw multiple in the straps of kids' pants. Um, and uh, uh, why did they have a gun in the first place? Right. At such a family oriented event. And part of it, Gerard, is that I love a free event. Don't get me wrong. But you can have a free event with security. You can't walk into Disney World or Six Flags or probably any other state fair. Stadium? With, yeah, a stadium without going through a metal detector. Yeah, right. And that's going to be a huge point of interest in the coming weeks, months, on how the Fair Commission and, I guess, Department of Agriculture Commerce is going to reply to this. Right, because at the state fair, same deal. You, right. you drive in your vehicle, you pay for tickets and to park your vehicle, 
through the gate there, and you just park and go in. I mean, there's no scanning or checking. There's no gate that you enter. Right. Agree. And fortunately so, enough, I mean, first off, fortunately enough, the five people that got shot outside of the one individual who was killed by a police officer, they are in stable condition after a visit to UMC. Yeah. Um, but also, fortunately enough, it was in the parking lot and not – it was in the rear parking lot. So if you're going north to south, it's Coliseum, music area, which was set up outside, fair area, and then rear parking lot where it took place. So – and I did see uh, drone footage. Yes. Right? Which is just fascinating because you just see everything. It just looks status quo, normal. Folks are just c- kind of standing, fairly stationary, walking at a slow pace around. Because you got rides and food yeah. and other stuff, and and then all of a sudden you can tell at the point where the gunshots are fired because it's just an immediate exit of people headed toward the Coliseum, being fleet of foot doing so. Right, and I commend Sheriff Jones for his diligent work on it. He actually just released the video footage of them detaining the kid and the two others who then are yeah. Uh, who contributed to the deaths and all this stuff. Uh, to I'm sorry, there was yeah. no deaths, but right. he says Injury. their heroic actions should be commended and contributed to preventing more deaths and or injuries from these individuals. Yeah. So they were in a car, three of them in a car in the rear parking lot. One was reported to be in a ski mask. I don't know about the others. The one who got killed by police was in the ski mask unleashing you know, gunfire from the car. And then they end up getting all three of them out. The other two get taken back to the sheriff's for questioning. It's incredible. So, uh, yeah, you wonder how this will affect future events at the fairgrounds. Now, this other thing we should point out is that this festival is canceled from the point was, of when this occurred forward. I yes. don't know how many days were so remaining. So this happened, just one, this yeah. happened Saturday night, uh, it's uh, five songs into the set, probably 8.30. Okay. Saturday night, 8.30, you know, um, not too late, uh, you can still have your kids yep. out and about, you think, at least. Then it goes on for the rest of the night, uh, you know, I got out of there <laughs> yeah. a little bit later on. Um, but then Sunday, two-time Grammy Award winner Bobby Rush, Mississippi Zone, was supposed to perform. That got yeah. canceled. Festival got canceled, which ultimately cost not only the city of Jackson, uh, the state, thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, where were they playing? Uh, the, where was Blue Oyster Cult? Playing? So it was, if, like I said, north to south. You got the Coliseum, and they had a music area set up, which was its own access area. You had to pay ten dollars to get in that portion. Okay. Then south was the fair, the free portion with okay. all the rides and food, and then the parking lot where the incident occurred. So I think that's similar to where uh, to the way it's configured for the state fair yes. when we have musical artists to play. In the old days, they used to play in the Coliseum. And I think that what's that October when the fair yeah. comes around? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to be topic of conversation. I, I, I know, and now you wonder. First, are we going to be able to get the fair folks to come, the amusement company to come, right. get, given the situation, and unless they're confident that it is secure, and then are we going to be able to get uh, musical musical artists and, and performers to come? Gallup President, I talked about it this morning. Uh, on that notion of music entertainment, Jackson being the biggest city by nearly a hundred thousand people in Mississippi okay. should be able to I won't, uh, monopolize, for lack of a better term, yeah. entertainment. Uh, but we can't do it when stuff like this is happening at a family-oriented event. Yeah. So... And who's to blame? That's what's going to have to get figured out soon. You know, the, the back to this concept of root causes. I believe the root cause of this, and that's a whole discussion for a whole other day, is, is the dissolution of the traditional family. You just wonder 
those that are there brandishing weapons and then opening up fire in a public do you think there was intent to kill i mean that's the question as well and and that could be part of the charges uh in, involved in this when there are such but nonetheless uh the, so the questions always come up well, where are the parents and my question is yeah exactly where are the parents i don't think there are any in many cases i definitely question as to whether or not there's a two-parent home. We know in Mississippi we rank at the top, or if not the top, near the top of the list of fatherless homes. And statistically, it has absolutely been substantiated that children that come up in such environments typically have a harder time living a productive life and one that is absent crime. Uh, and so this is a cultural problem. This is moral decay. And, and so what it means is that I don't know that there's anything we can do politically, but it does intensify the need for heightened security to protect those that just want to have a good time. Absolutely. Um, I don't. You read the statistics there. You yeah. know, parents and if parents are around, God do something. Yeah. You know, you can't have your 15-year-old going to the fair right. with a gun. Right. Well, and you wonder how many of those and there, serious questions. There are were... some fantastic mentoring programs in the city of Jackson. Mary had one on the other day. It's just about connecting the dots. Yeah, I heard that. It was excellent. And uh, so, anyhow, that's a... And this deadly That's uprise. a whole other issue. To, to, but I don't. I guess the only point I'm making is I don't see this going away until we address that so-called root cause problem, which is moral decay and dissolution of the traditional family. It's all unfortunate. As, as somebody who lives in Jackson, we want it better. Yeah, I totally agree. And it, it make no mistake, it drags down the whole state when the capital city yep. is is experiencing a wave of crime like this, and it's an unsafe environment. Drags down the whole state. Yes, sir. Reflects upon the whole state. Absolutely correct. JT, thanks for coming in, man. Glad you're safe. Glad you're good. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come right back. Hit 11.05, Mitch Tyner, attorney with the Tyner Law Firm. He's a political analyst. And then don't forget 12.05, Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Manus. Stay with us. We're coming right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 90 degrees. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. 
At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Your Mississippi Braves welcome the Pensacola Blue Wahoos to Trustmark Park May 3rd through 8th. Join us for Bark in the Park on Tuesday, First Responders Wednesday, and Truck Works Thursday, Thursday. On Friday, May 6th, the Atlanta Braves World Series Trophy Tour will be at Trustmark Park for fans to see. Plus, the first 1,000 fans get a Trey Harris t-shirt jersey presented by the Mississippi Forestry Commission. We close the homestand with Saturday Fireworks presented by Riverbend Tire Center and Sunday Family Fun Day. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite a GDP report showing the economy unexpectedly shrank 1.4% last quarter, there are concerns of a possible economic recession. State Treasurer David McRae. I've talked to several managers recently, especially with college savings and other things, Mm -hmm. and they don't believe a recession will happen this year. Uh, Goldman Sachs um, says that maybe there'll be a 30% chance of recession. And the reason their logic behind this is that they believe that since there are enough jobs, that that will not cause a recession. Residents in Beaumont, Mississippi are still recovering from an EF2 tornado that swept through their town on the night of April 17th. Some of the businesses have reopened, but the town still isn't back to 100%. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will debut at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on Saturday, May 7th. The exhibit explores Stewart's life and his legacy of collecting country music stories, including hundreds of items never shown before in Mississippi, such as original handwritten Hank Williams manuscripts. For more information, go to worldofmartystewart.mdah.ms.gov. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Steve, for that introduction. And a special thanks to the 42% of you actually applauded. I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. This is the first time the president attended this dinner in six years. We had a horrible plague followed by two years of COVID. Just imagine if my predecessor came to this dinner this year. Now that would really have been a real coup if that occurred. The very first president to attend the White House Correspondence Center was Calvin Coolidge in 1924. I'd just been elected to the United States Senate. I remember, I remember telling him, Cal, just be yourself. Get up there and speak from the heart. You're going to be great, kid. You're going to do it well. There's one reason why it's great to be here again. Everyone at the White House is so excited. I told my grandkids and Pete Buttigieg they could stay up late and watch this show tonight. everyone midday super talk mississippi are you thinking about or planning for retirement do you have a plan go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let element wealth help you find your balance between income growth and guarantees and folks given the volatility of the markets, you certainly need some professional guidance. There are those who believe they can outsmart it. But uh, so I saw two investment Wall Street market analysts this morning early on. And one, I mean, it couldn't have been more different in their outlook. One was clearly a bull and the other was clearly a bear. In fact, this one big-time wealth manager, said in his personal personal portfolio, which is substantial, I don't know the amount, but just my understanding of this person and the wealth they have amassed, he said he is 77% in cash right now. So he doesn't have any money working. And most of that, he said, was in bonds. So he's pretty much out of the equity market. He thinks we got a lot more downside. He is certainly calling for a bear market going forward, not just short-term, but for an extended period of time. The other, on the other hand, says we got maybe another quarter of this contraction and this volatility, and it's off to the races. And reasoning was for that uh, particular analyst that is predicting a bull run, 
still says there's a lot of cash sitting out there on the sidelines that's just going to look for a way to put it to work. And he indicated that every time there's a dip, certainly in the in the growth stocks, the, the big-name growth stocks, and those are the typical big-time icons of the technology world, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon. He says every time there's a dip, he's buying. He says they're all on sale. It's He said he's like, this is exactly what he said, he's like a Viking at a buffet. <laughs> That's the way he described it. Um, and so I was a little surprised that you had such a contrast. So if, if you're just the average unskilled investor that doesn't have access to all this information and tools, or nor the time, or in many cases, just the acumen to sort through all that, make heads or tails of it, which one of those do you listen to? But that's what's great about it. That's what makes it a market. Buyers and sellers on both sides. The NASDAQ officially in April had its worst month, the NASDAQ did, since 28, right? The financial meltdown. And uh, it's off to the races again this month in May, down again. It's in the red. The Dow presently down 140, the NASDAQ down not a whole lot, 171 percent, uh, excuse me, 171. Uh, yeah, points, not percent. Uh, so, uh, Bitcoin up today, Ethereum up today as well. It's it's just I think we're in for a uh, a wave of volatility. Now I did hear on our news, uh, the state treasurer David McRae was on with Paul last week, and he was uh, just passing on that he he had talked to to some financial analysts who were saying they don't expect a recession. This year, and there, and I know the the one that that he pointed to, and a lot of folks are pointing to, is a thirty five percent projection from Goldman Sachs that we'll have one next year. But I'll point this out: we already it only takes two feet in the water, two consecutive quarters of GDP contraction. We already had one. All we need is one more, and we are in a recession. I think we're going to see that. I think all the headwinds and all the challenges that uh, are uh, besetting our economy right now, we still have China largely shut down. We still have massive supply chain problems. We have inflation through the roof. It's chewing up lots of disposable income. Folks are having to spend on staples and necessities and not able to spend those uh, discretion with discretion. And uh, that doesn't bode well for economic growth. Uh, we got, of course, the price of oil and the price of gas, diesel, once again, over five bucks. Average price of regular $4.16 across the nation today. The Ukraine situation not getting any better. And folks, not a whole lot of good news. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you factor all of that into the economic equation, it's hard to expect that we could see economic growth in terms of positive GDP. Somebody here on the ceasefire text line, see if I can find it here, uh, Will said that um, they're driving 55 so as to keep the cost, their, their gasoline costs down. Interesting. Uh, I, I hear you. 
William in Greenville says diesel's going to six bucks a gallon. Well, of course, diesel's used in the transport of goods. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's clearly an issue, and that's being factored in. There are small businesses across this country that are struggling as a result of higher input costs. They still can't get people to come back to work. There's help wanted signs everywhere. But don't worry, because that brilliant economist Chuck Schumer says, we got to end the Trump tax cuts. That'll cure inflation. Let's throw some more taxes out there. I wonder if they've paid attention to the fact that revenues are actually up under the Trump tax cuts. Everything they predicted about it, totally wrong. Revenues are up in the most recent quarter. And that's under the present tax environment, which includes the Trump tax cuts. Is it not just a little bit hypocritical for the president and uh, Madam Psaki, the chief propagandist for the Biden administration, to beat the drum of the economy's doing great when you consider that a major factor in economic activity is the tax environment, which is Trump's tax environment. So they're crediting the Trump tax plan for a vibrant, thriving economy. I wonder if they know that. It's, it's true. It's, okay, well, if it's so bad, then why are you bragging about how great the economy is? Which is not, but it's not because of the Trump tax cuts. The Trump tax plan is not that, causing that problem. That problem got out of the chute when you started dropping helicopter money all over the place and shut the dang economy down, failed to understand what was about to happen in Ukraine, got totally porous open borders, consuming all sorts of cycles and money, uh, and you sent a bunch of people money to stay home and not work. All that is figuring into this situation. Still, they won't take any action or have no interest in trying to determine what China did with respect to the virus. And China's got the whole place shut down. So I saw a report, if I'm not mistaken, Will, that Shanghai has a population of 25 million and like in the last case, in the, in the last month, they've had 48 cases or something, something crazy like that because they're, they're all shut down. You see these videos come out occasionally, and some of them may be fake, some of them may not be true, some of them may be old. But the videos I've seen, it's just like this dystopian, you know, yeah. people walking around in hazmat suits going from door to door doing tests on – uh, individuals and the individuals aren't able to leave their house. Yes. And you hear video and audio of folks screaming and, and wailing and crying and sobbing about this. They're, they're literally pulling their pets out of their homes and beating them to death and then disposing of them in garbage bags. Rhino and I talked about that last week. It's just a bad situation. Our government's more worried about disinformation. Elon Musk, oh my gosh, disinformation. Just so upside down, isn't it? Well, the Fed's got a tough job ahead, and we'll see what their next uh, act is going to be. Something else big going on is a Senate primary in the great state of Ohio tomorrow. Trump has endorsed one of the candidates. We'll talk about that when we come back. 
And, of course, Mitch, Mitch Tyner at 11.05. Stay with me. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate-dipped baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy and Maywood Mart. Or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 154 to 147.17. October cotton was up 202 to 136.68. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 28 and a quarter to 16.56 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down 27 and a half to 1608 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was down nine and three quarters to 803 and three quarters per bushel. September corn was down 10 and a quarter to 7.57 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 97 to 133.62. August live cattle was up 47 to 135.75. August feeders up 267 to 170.95. September feeders up 245 to 173.87. At the open, the Dow Jones up 241 points, 33,218. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Compromise is nice. 
if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's Revitec fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitec fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. It really has been a tough first year for you, Mr. President. Ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Thank you so much for joining us on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios, kicking off a brand new week, a brand new month. Certainly hoping for a better month uh, in the markets. So tomorrow is the Senate primary in Ohio, Senator Rob Portman from the great state of Ohio, announced his retirement. That's that's a while back, a year and a half or so ago, I guess. And so that election is wide open, and as you would expect, where a seat is vacated by a longstanding incumbent. you got a big field, and you've got uh, the front, who was the front runner, at, at least, former state treasurer Josh Mandel, 44 years old, had a long career in Ohio politics, served in the state legislature, has run for U.S. Senate twice before, lost to Sherrod Brown in 2012, dropped out in 2018, said his wife then had an issue, a health issue. He's, he's um, described as a, a moderate, a suburban moderate, and he's really begun to embrace uh, a lot of the uh, rhetoric from the right, feeling like that would um, boost his chances. He's big-time Cruz supporter and, and kind of piggybacks on to a lot of, of Cruz's uh, rhetoric. He uh, also is associated with the Club for Growth who uh, have endorsed him. I'm very familiar with the Club for Growth. actually traveled to the Club for Growth headquarters in Washington and uh, met with those folks about uh, what I was thinking about running, and but couldn't and didn't. But they, uh, they're very, um, very much focused on economic policy. They're, as you can imagine, anti-tax as am I, and anti-big government when it comes to regulating the economy. Anyhow, they've, they've endorsed this guy, uh, Treasurer Josh Mandel. But 
It's J.D. Vance is the candidate to keep an eye on. Seems to have the strongest momentum right now. Author of a a best-selling book entitled Hillbilly Elegy. He came into the race um, with a fair amount of buzz. He got a $10 million donation from Peter Thiel. You may know him. He's the PayPal co-founder. Billionaire. Um, he was, honestly, he was hammered by the, by ads against him that focused on his opposition to Trump in the 2016 election, and that, that kept his poll numbers way down. But he has uh, kind of turned the corner on that, and he's got Trump's endorsement and yeah. support. So even, though, the, even though Trump messed up his name at the rally. He did. Saturday. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he called him. He said, first he said JP? JP, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, anyhow, the, the latest poll, this was done by Fox News April 20th through 24th, has Vance at 23%, Mandel 18 and then four other candidates split the remainder. you got to think this will go to a runoff. Uh, but the biggest thing is, I think it will be somewhat of a harbinger for, for Trump's stroke and Trump's influence in, uh, in elections, particularly in the Senate and maybe some in the House as well. He's still obvious, obviously very active in that yeah. regard. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that. No, uh, no question about it. So... Somebody asked a, a question. Yeah, here we go. Give me an econ lesson, please. This is on the ceasefire text line from JB. With inflation and higher prices across the board, where does that extra money go? I'm not sure exactly what you're asking, JB. I'll give it a stab. Are, are you talking about the fact that we're paying more money for just to live, that we're paying more money for gas, we're paying more money for what we purchase? In our normal life, I mean, just think about it. That's all. It gets uh, just filtered all the way down to su- suppliers through the retail part of the supply chain, all the way down to the transportation part of the supply chain, who are all paying more for oil. I mean, it's just across the board. A lot of that money just gets pretty widely distributed across all the costs of providing. And what's interesting to note is that small businesses are trying to keep their prices down so so people will buy stuff. They're not able to pass on, necessarily, all those increased costs. They're not doing well. There's a problem in this country right now in the small business community. It's time for a break right here on Middays. Van Halen bumping us here. When we come back, Mitch Tyner, stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. 
News. And I'm Chris Foster. The United Nations says five and a half million people have now left the country since the Russian invasion. A convoy of evacuees, we're told, has left Mariupol, Ukraine today. They've been under siege at a steel plant. Hundreds of Ukrainian Marines, along with innocent elderly people, women and children, hiding out in the dark tunnels as Russians bomb them from above. Some of them have wounds. They're injured, starving. Now the humanitarian corridors that were set up by the U.N. and the Red Cross to get those people out are finally working. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv, Ukraine. Early voting starts today in the Georgia primaries. Republican Governor Brian Kemp's up against former Senator David Perdue. Former President Donald Trump endorsed Perdue's run against Kemp. Trump ally Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene is also facing a primary challenge. Primary day in Georgia is May 24th. Fox's Evan Brown, the Ohio and Indiana primaries are tomorrow. America's listening to Fox News. Carter Jewelers is having our annual balloon pop sale, and it's a good one. This is how the balloon pop works. After you have made your jewelry selection, you pick and pop a balloon that will have a discount voucher of at least an extra, and I mean an extra, 10 to 30% off your entire purchase. All balloons win with discount vouchers up to an extra 30% off our May Madness sale prices. You're not going to beat our sale prices the way they are, but with the extra balloon pop discounts, the savings are incredible. All purchases include lunch for two at my favorite restaurant, the Aladdin Mediterranean Grill. And Dad, don't forget to tell them about our 12 months interest-free financing. And don't forget about our no-credit check financing. That's Carter Jewelers, the oldest business in Jackson, located on the corner of High and State Street, and at the Pemberton Kroger Plaza in Vicksburg. Sale in Saturday, Mother's Day Eve at 6 p.m. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. That was the sound a handful of Mississippi players heard over the weekend right before their name was called in the 2022 NFL Draft. Overall, nine players from Mississippi colleges and universities were selected. Mississippi State offensive lineman Charles Cross kicked it all off when he was selected in the first round by the Seattle Seahawks. Cross's teammate Martin Emerson was later selected by the Cleveland Browns. Out of Ole Miss, Matt Corral went to the Panthers, Snoop Connor to the Jaguars, Chance Campbell to the Titans, Mark Robinson to the Steelers, and Dean Leonard to the Chargers. Jackson State's James Houston was also selected, making him the 100th Tiger in the program's storied history to be taken in the draft. To view the entire list, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. 
Elon Musk struck a deal to take Twitter private for $44 billion, saying he wants to enhance the product with new features. Governor Tate Reeves called it a victory for free speech. Gulf Coast Business Council CEO Ashley Edwards believes Musk is looking beyond the U.S. He's as interested as how does this play in order to create a more free speech environment in a place like China as he does in the United States. Edwards referred to Musk as a disruptor. You know, he, he figured that the biggest issue with PayPal was that people took their money out of it. And he said essentially, you know, look, if I could ever get people to keep their money in here, we could replace banks. With Twitter, you know, it's I think it really goes towards his, his bigger goal of uh, trying to create uh, sort of a new public square uh, worldwide and even off the world. You know, he talks about ways to use Twitter as a foundation for a digital democracy on Mars. I'm Kelly Bennett. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. Hello. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk Mississippi. We thank you so much for joining us. And in the studios with us now, Mitch Tyner, attorney with the Tyner Law Firm, political analyst, and always uh, good to have you on the program, Mitch. Thank you, Gerard. Great to see you again this morning. Yeah, man. So we were just talking off the air about this race, the Senate race in Ohio, and did a bit of research, and it appears that uh, in Ohio that primaries are determined by uh, the winner is determined by whoever gets the most votes. Yeah, that, um, that's interesting because yeah. there are five candidates, six candidates in there. Yeah, at least six in that primary, as far as I can tell. Um, and and so we'll see where that goes. Let's see, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. And then 25% it is reported are undecided. Unreal. Undecided. That sounds like a lot when you got a, a field of six. It sure does. Uh, in a 
key Senate race like that. Yeah, I think that uh, Trump has made a couple of visits there and endorsed the the front runner. Yeah, J.D. Vance. Vance, and uh, and then of course the. Uh, uh, his his second place guy there. You said he was what? Yeah, eighteen percent. Uh, treasure. Treasure. State yeah. treasure. So he's forty four years old. Got good name recognition. Yeah, exactly. And and led for a long period of time. But I think the kicker was when um, when Vance landed ten million dollars from Peter Thiel. That'll <laughs> give a little boost to your Senate campaign. Oh, PayPal just keeps on paying, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> First Twitter, then uh, yeah, <laughs> this race. And you goodness. know, speaking of Twitter, um, Jack Dorsey basically runs PayPal. Yeah, a lot of folks maybe don't realize that. Yeah. He's, Spends a lot more time on that, which makes money. It makes money. That's Twitter, right. Twitter, which Did is Twitter an economic lose. It's terrible. It's never made money, has it? Folks are surprised to learn just how pathetic it does perform from an economic. I shared it on the air last week. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it thinking this deal is so bad. This is seven or eight years ago, I started buying, picking up Twitter, thinking somebody's going to buy them out. Right. And, uh, and somebody did. Well, now, but I sold it before that happened because th- those who were considered the top suitors passed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in not. fact, I, at one time, I thought they would not survive. Me too. Because uh, they were just burning money. Yeah. Uh, all of that seed money. So. Yep. It's kind of a bad business model, in, in my view. Uh, of course, they rely on, on advertising for revenue. But it it's not a good platform for that. Yeah. It doesn't seem to me to be relative to like Facebook, which seems to be a lot better in yeah, the way they I, handle that. I don't know if they're mining the data like uh, Facebook does. I don't think uh, they are. And and it seems like they would. They yeah. mine the data and then then sell the advertising using yeah. the data, which I think Facebook does, you know, well. Yeah. Twitter's more of a town square. Facebook yeah. seems to be uh, uh, more attractive to older folks that yeah. like to put their photos of the cats out there, yeah, you know. That's so, right. exactly. and that's fine, yeah. you know that yeah. um, because Twitter, as you know, has a very short. Uh, what do you got? Two hundred forty characters, right? To make to post, and and also if you want video, unless you post a link to the video, if you try to post the the video directly and embed it in the tweet. Uh, there's all kinds of limits on that, so it's there's no edit features. It's, it's really kind of uh, way behind technically from a yeah. technical perspective, and Musk has pointed that out. But it's been interesting to watch, and that's why we want to have you on the program. The left's reaction to this, uh, I've been talking about it early this morning, uh, this, uh, this call for it's the end of democracy. That's a <laughs> refrain we've been hearing that, honestly, Mitch, you, you're well aware of this, goes back to 2016 when they said if Donald Trump gets elected, it's the end of democracy. Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, Paul Krugman at the New York Times said the economy will crash. Book it. <laughs> I mean, so it's it, it's long it, in the tooth. It, you start it, it really <laughs> is. It's, uh, it's amazing that they flip so quickly like that. And, and the funny thing is that Elon Musk is not any right-wing... Right. Uh, QAnon, right. conspiracy kind of guy. Exactly. He's really pretty libertarian. Exactly. Down the middle, and he says, I just want everyone to be able to have a voice. Uh, it makes sense to me. <laughs> and that seems to really be setting the left off pretty bad. Um, it certainly makes sense to me. The one that has really uh, caught my attention was an article in, the, uh, in Time magazine. I don't know if you saw this one. I did one. not. So, so this article... Uh, Elon Musk, 
and the tech bro obsession with free speech. And so it's time, this is weird, calling out the, uh, the, the technology community where there is a, uh, a call uh, for free speech. And anyhow, the, the short of, of the article is, there's no way this Elon Musk guy could, should be in charge of this company, and no way could he implement fair moderation policies, because he's an engineer and a technical person and didn't study the, <laughs> literally says, didn't study the yeah. humanities or something yeah, to that effect. The other thing in that article, it says, kind of in the middle in there, it says, you know, it would take about $6 billion to end world hunger. Why didn't he spend That's his money true. on that? Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, Never mind the fact that the owner of Time Magazine is worth like ten billion dollars. Uh, yeah, I think that's Mark S- Benahoff, Salesforce CEO. I yeah. told you about that guy. I had a relationship with Mark Benahoff business-wise. We were a partner and a user, big time. And uh, Mark Benahoff has written articles denouncing capitalism. Right. My I mean, goodness. just wants to end capitalism. Now that he's worth now that he's ten, got $10 billion, billion. Dollars, yeah, I, I call that lifting the ladder up. Once you've gotten to the top of the That's hill, right. you can't come. <laughs> I got my ten billion. That's right. I mean, uh. this can't make it up. But he owns Time Magazine, and he's spewing this crap. And now he's worried about Elon Musk uh, being in charge well, of Twitter. Nobody said anything when. Um Amazon guy, what's his name? Bezos, Bezos Washington Bezos, Post. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was fine. Same deal. Um, it's uh, it's who's in control. That's all they're worried about. Uh, and they and they've had their way with Twitter. Yes, I mean it, it, immediately taking people off of it uh, is yes. amazing. I know, and gotten away with it. And of course, you know, from the legal standpoint, it's a private company, right? And uh, the answer to it really is uh, well, unless you can buy it, <laughs> right? Exactly. Is to is to compete with it. Well, what was telling was the the uh, the uh, the chief counsel female. Her name escapes me, but there's you know audio of her cr- literally crying, wailing. <laughs> about the prospect of, of Musk taking over. Honestly, Mitch, I think she's crying because they know that their their dirty little secret might be unveiled that their algorithms are implicitly biased. It, it, it may be very revealing uh, <laughs> when all of that comes out. Uh, so. and she's crying about it, and, and all the, a lot of the employees are, are wringing their hands and gnashing their teeth. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? You know, uh, it's this controlling thought. I mean, it's, it's what's weird about this is now we have this disinformation czar, right? The Ministry uh, Nina of Jacobitz, Truth. It's the Ministry oh of my Truth, gosh. which, of course, everybody's familiar with from George Orwell, who, by the way, was a liberal, and he was <laughs> and he was he was not a conservative figure, and he was warning, warning about this, and yes. he was a liberal. It's scary seeing it come true. It's it's, it's it, totally it scary. Is unreal. Oh. Uh, so now we got that, and and, we, and and of course the president has pivoted to disinformation. That's the biggest threat. To <laughs> Look, that, I'm quite concerned about this border. Um, yes. One of the things that we're seeing come across is fentanyl everywhere. Yes. And uh, I had that discussion with my kids. I've got one starting college in the fall. I said, not even one peel. Because right, you right. you have no way of knowing. No way to know. And apparently it is just flooding our, our across our border. Being made in China. Right. And then exactly. coming across the uh, our southern border. Uh, in but Mayorkas, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, goes to the Hill and, and uh, 
uh, tells those in Congress that are questioning, oh, everything is don't, it's like the captain of the Titanic. Don't worry, everything's under control. And pointed to, we inherited chaos from the Trump administration. <laughs> you I, inherited no one coming across the border. Exactly. Which was great. But in their view, that's you know that's not show as a sign of not being compassionate. It's not uh, who we are to yeah. just let everybody in and you take know, care of them. I bet you they lock their doors at night. <laughs> they don't let like, anyone exactly. come through their house that wants to. So you know, yeah. I, I will say this: I, I used to try not to subscribe because I thought it was so radical to the theory that the, that some of these folks truly do want to reimagine the country in the way they think it ought to be. And I caught this discussion last week between Joy Reid, I call her the race lady, so does Tucker Carlson. I think I was doing it before he was. Uh, and we got a break right here. You can hang around, okay. we yeah, got We so. got Mitch Tyner in the studio. I want to share this with you and get right. your reaction. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A slight chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate-dipped baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy and Maywood Mart. Or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. 
we help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. From the Element Well Studio, Super Talk Mississippi. So, since I've been doing the show, I've set this video up that we're about to play. I have uh, enjoyed sharing with the audience uh, news, if you could call it that, certainly opinion from Joy Reid over there at MSNBC. <laughs> I call her the race lady, because she does focus on that a lot. And when Rhino and I first started sharing um, some of the, her content, I, I just found it fascinating that she denounces the country as being systemically racist, yet she's a black female who attended Harvard. And I saw some statistics this weekend where Harvard got like 60,000 applications to Ivy League schools for some reason this year, highest ever. Uh-huh. And 60,000 applications admit 2,600. So, teeny tiny fraction. She went, and she works at a major television network, and she makes $1.6 million a year. Hard to say, well, gee whiz, the nation is awash in systemic racism when a black female. And look, she earned it. She's fine. I mean, right. I, she's, she, I don't agree with her, but I'd say she's qualified to do the work, and she got the job. But she and uh, another one of the journalists over there, Lawrence O'Donnell, who's also on NBC, of course, they had a discussion that I had to listen to a couple of times. It's fascinating. Will's going to play it for you, and then Mitch will get you to react. Okay. The Senate well, is ungovernable. Well, the Senate, the, now the case closed, the Senate is a disaster. It is yes. a structural disaster. It was a disaster at birth, but it got away with it for a very long time, this notion of two per state. 
The founders never dreamed there was going to be a place with this name California, right. with all these Spanish place names within right. it, uh, that was going to have a population, you know, that approached the size of France. They, right. they didn't think they were going to have states like that. Right. You know, New York was your, your kind of biggest thing at the time, and it was, wasn't that much bigger than the other ones. And so the, the two-per-state thing has become an utter disaster. And, and that, you know, working, you know, across the street there in the United States Senate in the 1990s was when I really started to get focused on this subject because I was working for a big state, right? Yeah. I was working for New York State, working for Senator Moynihan. And you're looking at, at, you know, funding issues for, like, for mass transit, and it's being held up by Alabama. Right. And you go, now, just a minute. Uh, <laughs> right. First of all, the funding for this is all coming from the rich states like New York and California. States. Anyway, and, and what, do you, what do you, why is, how does this happen? And so it's a fundamentally and relentlessly and permanently anti-democratic institution. Yeah. So the Senate is an anti-democratic. Anti now, what's not included in, in that video before she turns over the discussion to Lawrence O'Donnell there, the race lady says that the fundamental flaw in the, the design of the nation, our, our legal framework, our constitution, uh, those institutions in general, is that they were, of course, designed by white European men. Therefore, they really don't understand, those white European men, don't understand what's necessary to operate a functioning, free republic. Yeah, and you know, what crossed my mind when O'Donnell says I was working uh, over at the Senate uh, on behalf, I think, Senator Monaghan yeah. uh, from, from New York. Right. I can't help but think of Staten Island. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. We we were taking in immigrants from all over from, from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Yes, and begging them to come. Yes. Uh, right here in Mississippi, we recruited the heck out of Italians to come and yeah. and and help in the cotton fields in uh, in the Delta. Absolutely. Um. It's we we've always had immigrants. So yeah. to say that that they didn't anticipate immigration is is kind of ludicrous yeah. I think and you know? and and uh, those of us on the right we're not opposed to immigration the no, legal way that's, that's what right. gets lost in in the discussion exactly yeah but right now we don't even know who's coming in remember we always kept up with who was coming into our country right and and we have those written records which are fun to look at occasionally they are. uh where folks were coming in yeah and now they're just coming in by the droves and we have no accountability right. whatsoever so. And and it, it seems like we may be the only country on the earth that has this situation where our borders are just completely porous. porous. Yeah, completely porous. Amazing. And so everyone knows that they can get into our country just by coming to Mexico and walking across the border. And you got Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas up there on the hill last week that, again, he's just telling those who are questioning him, that all is well, don't worry, it's no big deal, and says they have a plan to accommodate the influx when Title 42 is uh, is repealed. Yeah, yeah. So What's that plan? What do you mean? You don't have a plan yeah, now they, without it. Yeah, they don't have a plan whatsoever. <laughs> and whether they repeal it or not, I mean, right now, well, no, we are sending back some under 42 yes. currently. And so that's a silly thing to think about. Uh, rescinding uh, 42. Well, and I think it also serves as, as a deterrent it, as well. It, it does. So. That's right. So they had that slight possibility of getting sent back under Title 42. Um, that, but they're just uh, they're wanting to open those borders up and come on in. So when you hear O'Donnell like that, and of course uh, the race lady there is just egging him on, you can tell that. 
It does make you wonder, though, Mitch, does it not, that these folks aren't just seeking policy that suits their worldview. They're seeking totally to to dismantle, our, as they like to say, our, our present uh, legal Absolutely. and constitutional structure and remake it well, in whatever they want. That's exactly what O'Donnell was saying here, was that uh, he thought that two sen- senators per state yeah. was inappropriate, that he, he wanted to have the Senate look like the House. Right. And it was set up so that all the states had a voice. Yes. And that's why we have two for every state. And then... On the House side, it's by population. Yes. And so they, they wanted to make sure that Alabama did have a voice right. in D.C. Right. And they and, and he wants to dismantle that. And, and of course, it's just very clear what their end game is. If you dismantle it, well, then suddenly only two states that really matter much is New York and California. That's right. That's Good, exactly it's right. It's by population. Same with the Electoral College. I mean, you know, they want that to go away. Right. That's the end of democracy, this Electoral <laughs> College. I mean, it's... It's totally crazy. So just to kind of give you a sense of the contrast in uh, in importance to the the different um, um, political branches in the country, I read the Boston Globe every day, okay? I read the Washington Times every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Washington Times, New York Post, much more right-leaning publications. Boston Globe, I read the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, the New York Times, Boston Globe, by far, in my view, most liberal major city newspaper in the country. You look at the Boston Post on a daily basis, story after story after story about January 6th. Yes. Now, the average American ain't talking about it, I don't think. They're not. But they're going to hang on to that that January 6th, and they're going to reformulate it to their messaging. It's just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And so it's possible to... I guess I'm in the camp where I don't support what happened there. I, mm-hmm. I don't condone it. I don't think that's the, the proper approach to, nope. to protest. But on the other hand, it's not such a deal that I want to dwell on it and then say, that's that that's it. That's the end of democracy. Well, not exactly. No. And, and Mitch, as you know, historically, that's not the first time we've had ca- uh, capital incursions. No. And all the other ones were from leftists. That's right. And nineteen fifteen, fifty four, eighty three, ninety eight, yeah. twenty seventeen, the baseball game, the Bernie Sanders oh, supporter. Right. Yeah. Where, yeah. Why aren't we talking about that? Exactly. Yeah. A, 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 just a random person goes out to a baseball field and takes shots at a sitting U.S. congressman. I don't know. That's something that's a lot more serious than the than the uh, Chewbacca guy sitting in Pelosi's chair. Right. I, mean, I don't support him doing that, but uh, that doesn't rise to the level, in my view, of taking shots literally to kill somebody on right. a baseball field, yeah. a member of Congress. It's, it's, it, it's uh, absurd, but mainstream media is going to continue to push it, push it, push it, push it. I don't think because it works. Because they, they feel, feel like they're getting some, some value out of that. That's why the committee is it was set up, was to, to keep that story alive through the midterms. That's exactly right. Um, and that's what they're hanging on to uh, as, as possibly a, a way to give them a boost. But it's hard to believe, just thinking about the midterms coming up, when you look at the president's polling numbers, I can't remember ever a, a president. First of all, there's never been one that's been that underwater at this point in their in their political and their presidential tenure in their term. 
But secondly, no way they win in the next uh, election. No, no. It's going to be a Republican president next time, no doubt about that. And and the midterms are going to be the old November Barack Obama. November can't get here fast enough, can it? As my friend Larry Kudlow likes to say, the cavalry's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, always good to see you, my friend. Thank nice you, Gerard. Yeah. It's great to see you. All right, folks, we got half an hour left here on this Monday on Middays. We'll be right back. I would buy her the moon if I could, but I've got to stick to my budget. John and Corey, how can I afford the diamond she really wants? You know, I think you'll be genuinely surprised by how much diamond you can afford at Juniker Jewelry Company. Because here you will find 10 times the diamonds and engagement rings of average jewelry stores. And the true diamond experts to help you put it all together. The diamond engagement ring of her dreams is right here, right now at Juniker Jewelry Company. And with multiple financing options and good credit, it can be remarkably affordable. We even have diamond engagement rings complete with your choice of center diamonds, starting at under $2,000. So, what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Give her the moon. We make it easy at Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com. Juniker Jewelry, because love can't wait. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money. Why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Come out to Mississippi Makers Fest on May 7th from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the two Mississippi museums in downtown Jackson. Enjoy live music from the North Mississippi All-Stars and a huge lineup of bands plus art and food from over 50 makers. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will also open at the museums the same day featuring artifacts from Johnny Cash, Dolly Parton, Marty Stewart himself, and more. Mississippi Makers Fest is sponsored by Southern Beverage Company and the World of Marty Stewart is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. For more info, visit mdah.ms.gov. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. That was the sound a handful of Mississippi players heard over the weekend right before their name was called in the 2022 NFL Draft. Overall, nine players from Mississippi colleges and universities were selected. Mississippi State offensive lineman Charles Cross kicked it all off when he was selected in the first round by the Seattle Seahawks. Cross's teammate Martin Emerson was later selected by the Cleveland Browns. Out of Ole Miss, Matt Corral went to the Panthers, Snoop Connor to the Jaguars, Chance Campbell to the Titans, Mark Robinson to the Steelers, and Dean Leonard to the Chargers. Jackson State's James Houston was also selected, making him the 100th Tiger in the program's storied history to be taken in the draft. To view the entire list, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios. Little rush there. The World of Marty Stewart exhibit will debut at the two Mississippi museums in Jackson on Saturday. The exhibit explores Stewart's life and his legacy of collecting country music stories, including hundreds of items never shown before in Mississippi, such as original handwritten Hank Williams manuscripts. And on Friday, Good Things with Rebecca Turner will be there live, along with Marty Stewart himself. For more info, go to World of Marty Stewart. That's one word, dot M-D-A-H dot M-S dot gov. 
I wonder what Marty Stewart wears when it's hot outside. <laughs> That's my question of the day. <laughs> well, the event, the fundraiser he had uh, a month or so ago, that was enjoyable. That it was, was great. Lot, yeah, that was I was a lot there of fun. as well. And they auction off some of um, his collection. It's really cool. I found those uh, photographs that he did the most fascinating thing. Uh, I came in, you know, Perez is a huge Rolling Stones fan. Yeah. And he had this great. So Marty uh, Stewart's been doing photographs for many, many years. And over the years, he just has these great stories behind some of his photographs. And he, one of them was Keith Richards standing next to George Jones. Oh, wow. And the story behind it was George was in bad health. This was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. George was in bad health, and the record company said, hey, let's get an album out of him before he dies, essentially. <laughs> so they bring in all these artists to record these songs with George Jones, and they're just moving them in there one after another, and George didn't know who some of these guys were. Marty obviously was one that he did know, and yeah. he recorded a song with Marty, and the the story behind the, the photograph it was uh, Marty uh, was got done with his song, and George says, "Hey, I'm about to record a song with this guy named uh, his name's Keith Richards. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Who's that?" And Marty says, "He's with the Rolling Stones. This is in the '90s." <laughs> he said, "He's with uh, Rolling the Rolling Stones," and and George says, "Are they good? Are they hot? I mean, what, what's their deal?" <laughs> Are they good? So, so he got a photograph of Keith Richards standing next to oh, George Jones. He also took the last known photograph of Johnny Cash. He was neighbors with Johnny Cash. Of course, he, Johnny Cash was his father-in-law for many years. Yeah. He was married to Roseanne Cash. But, yep. but um, uh, he lived next door to Johnny Cash, and he said, one day I just walked over there for coffee, and I happened to take my, my camera and I snapped a photo of him. He looked very presidential. The photo, he looks, you know, Johnny Cash is old, but he looks kind of presidential, kind of standing there. And Johnny Cash died like five days later. I'll be darned. So, so I think it's the last, last photo. known photograph about that? of him. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, he's got an incredible collection, which he's been accumulating for quite some time. And, and again, they auction off some of those items. It was fascinating. The other thing that was amazing there, I don't know if you noticed it, but they had his his outfits that Marty Stewart yeah. had worn over the years. And you can see that Marty Stewart got more successful as the outfits went along. His first outfits were kind of plain Jane. And then you could see more sequins and, yeah. and, and bedazzled stuff. Yeah. And then it just got Stage more, and more uh, outlandish as you went on. Yep. Well, uh, that ought to be a good event coming up. Uh, so there was a text on the C Spire text line from Terry. By the way, 601-879-4395. That's the number if you'd like to join the conversation. Rumors are that Putin has cancer. If anyone deserves it, it's him. Who and what would happen if he died? Yeah, I don't think it's a rumor anymore, Terry. It's, it's being reported widely in the mainstream media. And uh, he's set to undergo cancer surgery and temporarily hands over power to a hardline former police chief. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I can properly pronounce the name. Nikolai Patrushev, head of the Russian Federal Police's Security Council, will take over the Russian nation while uh, he is incapacitated, he being Putin, during and after the procedure. And they're not, they're not disclosing the, the nature of the cancer or the severity of it. It's just cancer surgery is kind of what they're allowing the media to be aware of with respect to 
Vladimir Putin. So we'll see where all that goes. Carolyn Starkville says, with respect to the immigration debacle, it's called a planned invasion to, to weaken America and combine it with others. I, all I know is when the Secretary of Homeland Security is being questioned, and he totally, which is what happened last week, and he totally dismissed that there's any problem at the border. I mean, acknowledges nothing. Nope, everything's fine. I, I just, and in fact, again, he continued to point to the border during the Trump administration. Uh, and it, interestingly enough, folks, I'm watching the television in the studio, video showing migrants struggling to cross the Rio Grande. There you go. So the the river, of course, uh, may or may not have water in it at any point in time and, and the depth of it, which makes, of course, when it's deeper, more treacherous. Uh, but I'm watching that right now. So uh, just coming, streaming across with uh, uninhibited, honestly. And this guy just doesn't seem to care, the Secretary of Homeland Security. And honestly... If you look at the spectrum of cabinet secretaries and what they're responsible for, I don't I can't find a single one that you could point to and say, yeah, things are going great in her particular domains. In fact, I'd say it's just the opposite if you if you look uh, across uh, the cabinet itself, let's start with, Secretary of State Blinken, and of course Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. How, how's that Ukraine and Afghanistan thing working out? You got Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen, who said inflation was transitory last year, and also says is more focused in her remarks. If you pay any attention to her, she used to be, of course, chairman over there at the Federal Reserve. She's more worried about climate change. Last I checked, that's really not the responsibility or should no, be no concern for the Secretary of the Treasury. She's more concerned about equity and climate change. Not going very well for her with inflation at a 40-year high. Uh, Gino Ryakuko, who is the Secretary of Commerce, we had a contraction in the economy in the first quarter of this year, announced last week, so it doesn't reflect very well on her office. Oh, Jennifer Granholm, former governor of Michigan, now Secretary of Energy. How are those gas prices working out? Who could forget her laughing when a reporter, and it was feigned laughter, when a reporter asked her about uh, expectation on gas prices. Oh, that I should know. I mean, like, what? And she could not answer the question when asked of the amount of oil that we utilize in this country every day. Seems like if there's one piece of information you might know if you were Secretary of Energy, it'd be that. And then uh, the boy wonder, Pete Buttigieg, he, of course, the Secretary of Transportation. How's that supply chain stuff working out there, Pete? I don't think that's going very well. The uh, Marty Walsh, he is the Labor Secretary. Everybody's familiar with the problem we have there with the labor shortage. Of course, we talked about Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, who again dismisses that there's any... That is, it's turned out, that was created, of course, in the wake of 9-11. And it was really designed to combat terrorism and protect the country against terrorist threats after 
having buildings go down in the middle of a major New York, uh, New, excuse me, American city, New York. And but this thing is morphed way beyond what it was originally designed for. It has gotten to be a very large, very powerful agency. I'd say it's failing. Something else that one of our listeners texted in on last week, and I was unable to get to it. It is being reported that there's some states that operate uh, veterans' hospitals whose medical personnel are being d- dispatched to the border. Oh wow! To take care of immigrants, and not our veterans. That's under the watch, of course, of the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, Dennis McDonough. But you see the deal here. I mean, that's that's pretty much the Department of Justice, of course. The Attorney General, who's the chief law enforcement officer in the country, how's the crime doing in this country? So where are we succeeding? What, which of those areas? So if you look at the, the, uh, the executive branch, which includes, of course, the cabinet and the agencies that they oversee, where, where can you point to something positive? We're using the right pronouns? I mean... Literally, I'm serious. A Biden official yesterday was on uh, This Week with ABC, and she had something positive. She says that farmers are going to natural solutions like manure and compost because fertilizer prices are through the roof. So that's a positive for you there, Gerard. And did you hear her also say, literally said, never let a crisis go to waste. (laughs) She literally said that on the air, even though they deny that they employ that strategy, politically speaking. She said it. That's what she's talking about, this transition to natural fertilizer with the fertilizer shortage. We're going to take a break uh, right here on uh, Middays. we got a final segment before Super Talk Outdoors comes on with Ricky Matthews at the 12.05 point. Stay with us. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Morganstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. 
We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA on Friday granted an emergency waiver to allow E-15 sales to continue through the summer months this year, following up on an announcement that President Joe Biden made during a visit to the Iowa ethanol plant in recent weeks. The action comes one day after a group of eight Midwest governors made an official request of EPA Administrator Michael Regan to launch a rulemaking to change the federal law in their states to allow permanent year-round E-15 sales. In the news release on Friday, EPA pointed to the need for the E-15 waiver to, quote, increase fuel supply and provide consumers more choices, unquote, at the pump and pointed to Russia's attack of the Ukraine as an additional reason for the waiver. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not that long ago I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my health care provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community. Because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. On Super Talk Mississippi. And the sign said, long haired, freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. He said, You look like a fine, upstanding young man. I think you do. So I took off my hat and said, Imagine. Back on middays. Well, that's for you, Gary and Meridian, who sent a photo of a sign that says the employee shortage is so bad that long-haired, freaky people can now apply. <laughs> oh man, it sure seems like it, doesn't it, Gary? It's it's crazy. It. Uh, so I went to an event this uh, this over the weekend. Uh, it's for the Heart Association, Heart the Heart Ball, and um, it's a great event, by the way. Raise a bunch of money, and, and so I was going to have the valet park my vehicle. And honestly, I, I'm fine with parking my vehicle and walking. I do it because that's how they earn money, and I, I 
enjoy helping them out and, and tipping them well and so forth. And poor guy was running, literally, from the parking lot back and forth, back and forth. And normally when they have valet parking at events, there's usually three people that are kind of rotating, you know. And I asked him, where's your help? You know, in a nice way. They can't get nobody to work, man. They can't get nobody to work. Can't get nobody to work. Literally, that's what he said. Uh, that made me feel even worse. Because he's there, and he's working. And working hard. And hustling. Because nobody else is coming their butt into work. How do we get to that point in this country? We can just not work. Maybe it has something to do with the helicopter money. Now they want to forgive the dang student loans. But you know the, the flaw in that concept that's not talked about? It's mostly professionals, highly compensated professionals. Now they're talking about putting some thresholds on that based on your income. But it doesn't take care of the problem, Drew. I know it doesn't. The problem is that college costs too much. <laughs> I, yeah, and when you bail them out, which is what you're essentially doing, you just exacerbate. You, you assure that the problem continues, and then you start wondering when you've got folks coming to go to school uh, and they're worried about the costs. Don't worry about it. You know what happened last time? This got out of control. The government swept in and just forgave everybody's loans. Man, don't even get me started. It's so maddening. So I was talking earlier about uh, when Mitch was in the Boston Globe. Clearly, in my view, the the most radically left-leaning major publication from a major city in America. There's an article this morning. In 2020, this is the title, Biden was a political juggernaut in Massachusetts. A new poll shows voters have soured on him. A lot. So in Massachusetts, presently, so little background, in 2020, Donald Trump was defeated by Joe Biden by a margin of 33.5%, the second largest margin of victory in a state uh, in uh, 2020, November. So it's, it's a deep blue stronghold, needless to say. Just 46% of registered Massachusetts voters presently approve of the job Biden is doing as president. You just want to ask those 46%. So you, you of course, heard the, the litany I just did, the rundown, cabinet post by cabinet post, what's going on, and the failures, clearly, in each one of those cabinet areas. You just want to go ask them, well, where do you see something positive coming out here? And I'm serious when I say we're kinder. We're, um, we're more inclusive. We're more focused on climate change. We, uh, we all now have a right to be referred to as by our preferred pronouns. I mean, seriously, what, what are they happy about? Who's not? Who's immune to the economic challenges we're all facing, which you've got to deal with every single day? You can't escape it. Now, maybe there's lots of rich liberals in Massachusetts that are more immune to it. But there's also a lot of working-class folks that live in the Bay State that are feeling the pinch, big time. I think the key takeaway here is 46% upside down in Massachusetts 
is bad for the president and the Democrats. Of course, Senator Liz Warren, who's uh, more focused on the profiteering from the oil companies, who, if she had her way, would nationalize every major industry in this country. So she can control it and run it, because she knows. She's so smart. She knows how to do it. It's disgusting, in my view. Little Boston taking us out here. We're out of time. We're going to be back in the studio again uh, tomorrow. The Element Well Studios coming up next. Ricky Matthews, Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors. Stay tuned for that. Until then, stay safe. God bless everyone. Mississippi Media Production.